every time. Every uh, time it's like it's like making a wish with a genie. If you're not like super specific, specific. it will backfire. <laughs> What's better than just the tip? Smoking underground. Episode Just the Tip. Got a light. Five, four, three. Hello and welcome everyone back to another wonderful episode of Smoking Underground. Uh, my name is Devin and I am joined by the amazing Gary and the Hello. wonderful bestest producer ever, John. Uh, what's up, Gary and John? I'm just going to go the sky. Otherwise, it's just a normal week. <laughs> I was, I, yeah. yeah, right. right so you guys have done this before, right? Like, oh, okay. God. It's my second day on the job. <laughs> I can tell. Today we're going to talk about tips of cigars, not the front end, but the back end that you pull from, and the different styles and types. I usually push on the back end. There we go. That's going to have to be cut out. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. So we're just going to get into a little bit of an elaboration on some of the specifics of it. Just a little bit. Uh, Gary's probably the expert when it comes to that. I wanted to start out the uh, the show with what we're smoking today, and it, it's a Tatawahe. And what's the name of it, Gary? Ah, uh, the Tatawahe Havana 6. Havana the Veracu, the Veracu Blue, yeah, made by uh, Tatawahe. Tatawahe by Pete Johnson, of course, Pete Johnson being in. Pete Johnson, you'll know him uh, when you hear the My Father uh, type cigars. He is basically in bed with, uh, Jose Garcia and Jaime Garcia and all that bunch right there. Uh, he literally got those guys off the ground. He is, uh, he's basically the, the father to those guys right there to get those, uh, lifted off the ground to my father's cigars. Didn't have a pot to pee in until when they come over from from Cuba over there, and next thing you know, mm. he started rolling for Pete, and then Pete said, "Hey, you know, let's make something here." And right there, they went. Yeah, there they went. So, Crojo ninety nine wrapper, of course, grown in Nicaragua farms by the Garcia family, and uh, it uh, it is a uh, it's now to me, this is one of the best he's made. Now that's just me though. Okay. Oh. So, uh, I, you know, I smoked it last week. I had some, some stuff I had to do last week. So I went and smoked it. I was, uh, anyway, but, but yeah. And, uh, thoroughly enjoy Devin. You're going to like this one, brother. Well, you're so far, dig. everything about it, like the, the taste of it on the tip, which is a rounded tip and the, the look of it, the, the toast of it was immaculate. Oh. And now it's just this classic. Uh, and John, what's the price point on this guy? Yes. Oh, I don't know if I have my sheet with in front of me. I do. Uh, it is not a bad price. No, at not at all. Oh, uh, for the smoke it is. Uh, this is a. It's eleven ninety nine. The Tatawahe Tatawahe Havana uh, is eleven ninety nine. For this price, this is a uh, this is an excellent everyday smoke. I gotta oh, yeah. say. Oh yes, yes it is. Yeah, and and now for uh, your review, uh, Sire Dev, um, what do you think of the band there, buddy? It is delightfully simple. I love the um, 
almost red, white, and blue kind of feel mm-hmm. to it. It doesn't it doesn't strike you as an American coloration, right, but it right, but it does have right. red, white, and blue and a little bit of light silver on it. Right, but right. you've got that strong red and white Tatawahe uh, with the Florida lease symbol on it, and then you've got the uh, Veracu blue band with silver on it, and they go really well together. Uh, you take a look at it. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. I think you'll like how simple and the blue, everything is subtle. It's a, it's a good, simple, but it speaks a lot kind of band. Yeah, very quality band, too, as yeah. well. Yeah, it's not moving around on me, which is good. I mean, you can feel where just a little bit of tension will loosen it and you can move it. But I know this is kind of getting into the weeds of, um, of bands, but a super loose band that as soon as you touch moves is disappointing and on the complete reverse opposite a band that's so tight that it rips your cigar apart when you take it off yeah yeah Yeah. there there is an Mm. art to not only the bands but the uh, the tension on the bands and to preface all that nonsense about bands today i am drinking founders 11th anniversary blend a buddy of mine just got it for me didn't you have that before haven't hadn't you had that uh no no i just got this bottle the other day I could have sworn the store had it. Yeah. I could have sworn you had that. And it no. sucked. No, no. I just got this one. He went there this weekend and bought me a bottle. I've got it right here. Have you had it yet? Yes, I have. I, I had a sip yesterday with it. This bottle, by the way, it even has a date on it. It was bottled uh, April 18th, 2023. April 18th, 2023. How about that? Yeah. Have it on. Look That's at that. A fancy glass going on there. For everybody, he's got his pinky in the air. That's right. Yeah, That's right. It's 100 proof, 50% alcohol by volume. It's got a nice bite on the middle end and smooth all the way everywhere else. What are you going to do about that lime hanging on the side right there in the umbrella come out of the top? Uh, Well, you know, I thought it might rain today, so I figured I'd I'd bring it out. Oh, okay. I hear you. Okay. All right. But uh, let's, let's get into the main subject of what we're talking about here, and that is the the tips of cigars and how they cap them. Gary, I think you're a pretty much an expert on the idea of capping. Do you know why they cap? The ironicism of capping when it comes to a cigar, of course, the cigar is all natural, right? Right. There is no impurities. There's no, it's nothing like a cigarette. So what happens is that the cigar itself has to be, it has to be humidified, right? So one of the things that, uh, that the torcedors or the rollers do, of course, is, uh, they'll get, you know, they'll, they'll take the, the, uh, the filler and then they'll bind it. They'll put a binder, which is a thick leaf and they'll bind all that together. Once they do that, they'll box it. Once they box it, of course, uh, they'll pop it back out after a certain amount of time and it let it mold its shape. Once it's molded its shape and it's come to that standard particular shape, whatever it may be then they'll stick a wrapper on it. Once the wrapper goes on there, the wrapper goes on wet. Okay. You'll see them spray it a little bit, make it, make, make it elasticized, just a little bit, stretch it out, make it, make it, uh, very pliable, if you will. Right. And once that cigar is rolled up, it's twisted on the end right there. And then it's cut off. Once that's done, of course, there's going to be a cap, uh, that goes on the very tip right there. And that cap basically keeps all that wrapper together. For when that wrapper dries out, if you will, or dries to its minimal stage right there, it's not going to come unraveled. The cap literally keeps it intact. And that's the, pur- that's the purpose of the cap. 
the thicker the cap, the better the wrapper is going to be and the more solid the wrapper is going to be as far as the wrapping goes. Uh, the standard wrap, of, if you will, or a standard cap on a cigar is going to have three caps. And you'll notice it. it's going to be like a crown. And it goes right. in layers on the side there. And, and when it's done, Jose Garcia is probably one of the best I've ever seen do it. And he yeah. can just about line those up like a freaking layered cake. Yeah. If you see three caps, which is standard, great. That's fantastic. Two caps, you might want to just sort of, uh, you know, I mean, it's okay, but you're getting the basic, uh, you know, I'll speak a little John language here. You're going to get the basic model. You're not going to get any stand, you know, you're going to have to roll down the windows. Right. And I, on this Tatawahe, you can see all three of them. Yeah. And uh, I, I can tell you a little rule of thumb that I like to use, Gary, is if you're going to cut your cigar, and we'll do an episode on different cutting styles later, um, you don't want to cut past the the bands very good you want to stay within those bands that's going to be your very best good. cut now i always do a wide mouth punch so that's not really a problem but i've seen people cut off the band right there like the, yeah. the, the caps cut them right off and i'm like mm, you just you just mess that up yeah yeah and that's very liable for when they they start obviously when the tip starts getting a little wet of it right there everything's, everything's going to start coming a little come coming Undone. apart a little bit Undone, yeah. right? You know, unraveled. So that's that's your that's your uh, thing of it right there. And unfortunately, you know, you got people out there that that will do that. You know, and that's to each his own. You know, uh, but that's what the caps are made for: is to where that first cap basically is to be cut off, where you can smoke it, and then you can enjoy the rest of the cigar without any harm, no foul and uh, the thing coming apart majority of the time. Right. I wanted to start the best with first, and uh, the best with first instead of the best for last. And the, the most interesting one I wanted to talk about is the flathead. Not the flathead, I'm sorry. The, um, oh my chisel. gosh, the chisel, thank you. <laughs> so I was seeing it in my head. The chisel, because I've had it a few times, but I've never done what you guys told me to do with it. And I need to go do that. Now, there is a special technique that Gary and John have uh, told me about where you can literally take the chisel and just squeeze it and pop it open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And yeah. that is a technique I have yet to try, but I have heard it is an amazing way to open that. As well as to kind of continue with the amazingness of the chisel is I think you guys told me you can take a punch and hit the side of it instead of the back of it that faces you. Yeah, you can do both if you want to. You can punch the top of it. You can punch the bottom and top of it. You can, uh, uh, or you can punch all the way through it if you want to. You know, it, it's uh, it's entirely up to you. But yeah, if you want to just hit your palate right there, just punch the top of it right there, and then you know, start drawing off of it. Okay, kind of like a glory hole on uh, on a there. torpedo. <laughs> Devin just loves that term. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, the GH model, if you will. There's a, there's a lot of way to do a chisel, you know, and, uh, and uh, the particular chisel model was created by uh, Lito Gomez, which is the, of the La Florida Minicana, and he created the chisel cigar, and everybody kind of fell in love with it because it, it fits real well in the jaw, fits real well in, the, in a wedge, 
in there, if you will, in the back of the jaw. Would you say that chisel is a um, keep it in your mouth, kind of like people who like to hold it in their mouth longer? Because I'm not a person that, if you will, yeah. that holds it in his mouth and does stuff because I just can't stand the smoke going straight up my nose because it's so close. Yeah, me either. But I would say no to your question there. I don't think because it's somebody who holds it in their mouth, it become the cigar becomes moist. See, I'm using sure words to annoy everybody. It becomes yeah. moist in that. And the chisel doesn't have yeah. a lot of end to it to mm-hmm. handle the moisture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, although it is durable, but uh, yeah, I'm with John there. I, I wouldn't think that that would be a, a holding factor in your mouth there. I wouldn't think so. It's just, I think it's just more comfortable because it's, it's just a, a real nice shape, you know, and it's different on top of that. You know? Right. Yeah. So it's a lot different. You don't see enough chisels. I'll be honest with you. You really just don't see enough chisels. No, I think uh, I think Lido, I think Lido had that uh, copyrighted there. I believe along yeah. with the word Lajero. Yeah, I was thinking that might be a. Uh, I mean, how many cigars do you, on average, see that are chiseled? Off the top of my head, and I can't even remember the name of the cigar. I can only think of one that I remember seeing in the humidor. Yeah, me either, buddy. I don't uh, well, the chisel, the. Um, the chapter one and two, but they're right. all LFD. They're all LFD. The chisel format is a wedge-shaped cap on the end of a cigar that resembles the blade of a chisel tool. Mm-hmm. It was trademarked by La Florida Minicana and is mm-hmm. believed to be the first cigar shape ever to receive a trademark. That's it. If you want to use it, you yep. got to pay him. Yeah, and that's Lito Gomez, the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. he owns LFD. A former jeweler maker. How about that? You yeah. would think he would be a... You would think he would be, you know, in the cigar market for years, being looking at him and everything. And no, he come he come from a diamond industry. I said I was hearing an interview from somebody else. I'm going to try to pull some strings to get him on the show. Ooh, sweet! Because we have one of his cigars in our pack this month, but he just comes from a not nothing cigar related in his background. Right, and he just crazy? woke up one morning and said, "I want to make cigars." Oh, make cigars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's an easy thing. You know, you get on Amazon, you buy your cigar making kit and. Yeah. Yeah. It's just right there. (laughs) And off you go. Yeah. It comes with the tobacco seeds and everything. That's right. You know, go to YouTube, learn how to roll it and move on. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I did. You know, what's funny about that uh, chisel is uh, it baffles me that you say he's got the copyright on. I'm like, how the hell do you copyright a chisel or a trademark? a trademark, yeah, a a, trademark, uh, right. a style like that. But I thought about it, and I went, well, one thing, you said he's a jeweler. And then on top of that, you know, because of his level of precision, he specifically designed absolutely the way it looks and patterns to the point where he could graph that thing out on a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah probably so. Yeah. I think that's the only way you could possibly do it. He also trademarked a uh, term, Lajero is a common term now throughout the whole board uh, through crop raising in tobacco, which is Lajero, of course, in Spanish means light, but it, but in this particular case, it's the leaf closest to the sun. Mm-hmm. So it's the thickest leaf basically out there on the very top of the plant other than the medio tempo, which is the big flower that comes on top, which is right. Of- so anyway, yeah, and he copyrighted that, so nobody can use Lajero. If you do, then you have to talk to him about it, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to move on to 
I would say the most iconic one, which would be the torpedo. God, the torpedo. Lord of mercy. Torpedo man. tip. Torpedo. That's what she said. Torpedo um, tip, man. Those things are, <laughs> those things are, uh, yeah, they've been around for a long, long time. Been around for a long, long time. Yeah. One of the uh, first cigars I ever smoked was a torpedo tip. Started off with the, uh, with Perfecto. The Perfecto is pointed at both ends. You know, it's, uh, it looks like one end is the other end. You can't tell the difference between the ends, right. uh, it, unless you have, you know, ring band on one side, one end, and you cut it however you like. Yeah, uh, it normally takes uh, an advanced, if not master roller, to do a perfecto or anything with a shape of any kind. Right. You know, uh, because the tobacco has to be, you know, uh, interlaced very, very neatly and, of course, appropriately when it comes to that. So, yeah, that's the torpedo shape. You know, you just slice one end of it. And then the other end is pointed, uh, being a torpedo is a lot different than what they call a pyramid. The pyramid basically goes from wide to thin. So it's like a pyramid. It goes from fat to thin. So from the foot it's fat and then goes to the tip, which is sort of thinner. Right. So it may, it, the, the foot of it may be a 56. And as you go up, it goes 55 then 54 and then blah, blah, blah. You know, right. up to the very point, like a torpedo point. Certainly. The torpedo is sort of, uh, the torpedo and the bellicoso, they're basically about the same. They, they have the same, basically the same diameter, but their, uh, torpedo is, is normally longer. Um, the bellicoso is a torpedo, but it's short. It's just a, it's just a short torpedo is basically all the bellicoso is. Same type tip, you know, same sharp tip, you know, pointed. Uh, but the torpedo is just a little bit, maybe about an inch longer, inch and a half. Or I always look as a, at a Bellicoso as the Robusto Toro. Oh, good the, job, John. I like that. Or, or the Robusto yeah. Torpedo. Torpedo, right. I knew what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 That's cool. That's cool terminology. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I better yeah. trademark that before Lido <laughs> grabs it. Right. Absolutely. You should. <laughs> yeah. Right. Go ahead and just make the web buy the website domain, and then they'll they'll come asking for it. <laughs> you you knew how many website domains I had. Or oh, I'm telling you, man! I started oh, buying yeah. them up, and I can't stop now. I have to I have to literally look at my list and go, which one of these do you really need to hold? Is on that to? right? Yeah. Wow, man. Uh, yeah. On that note, on a completely separate note, I have an old uh, programmer friend of mine. He probably, I'm telling you, he's probably got thousands of them. He'll buy them specifically so other people can't have them. Wow. Yeah. I used to do that. I bought one for a local car dealer here when they made me mad because I couldn't believe they didn't own it. Um, I heard changes on a radio station, so I bought all the terms. And, you know, you can make a buck or two doing that. How about that? I That's right. That. I mean, I knew that, but I didn't know you could do it like that. That's pretty neat. I wish I could have bought uh, .com. Back in the day, before before he was in office, and yeah. be making millions. <laughs> yeah. You probably get t- you probably get ten bucks off. Com right now. Anyway, that's going to get cut. <laughs> um, yeah, if there's an abrupt cut that you guys just went through, <laughs> <laughs> that's and in the shadow back. episode. That those yeah, are the shadow right. episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's not on our list, but I don't know anything about it, and I've never seen one. But J- Gary, do you know anything about the honeycomb tip? 
the honeycomb tip. I'm going to be honest with you. I do not. I I don't know. I I don't. Uh, the honeycomb tip. And now I probably will if I saw it and say, oh, okay, that's uh that's unique. But um, it looks like it looks like a like a a hair bun sticking straight up out and then like like wrapped really tight. It looks almost like a pigtail, but one that's easier to grab and twist off. Oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it was honeycomb tip, but that's, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's basically what they're made for, so where you can just grab it and, uh, pardon the term, grab and snatch, you know, uh, and just and pop off, you know. Right. But, uh, but yeah, you know, that's and that's that's very convenient. Between that and the, uh, and the pigtail, too, man, that's You're nice. Right. There ain't nothing wrong with that. That was the other one I was going to mention was pigtail because I have found I actually really like those. Even though I'll, I'll twist it and pop it off, I'll sometimes use my punch on it. But oh, yeah. there are yeah, great, great scenarios where I know I'm traveling or something like that. And I'm going, well, crap. I've All I've got is my lighter. I'm going to go for a pigtail just so I know if I need to. Or I guess say I don't need to. I don't right. need to cut it. I literally just can snap it off and start smoking it. Yeah, and the pigtail. If if nobody's not familiar with that or whatever it may be, it looks like to me it looks like a little piled up dog turd on the uh. On the end <laughs> it's of a man bun on yeah. a cigar. It is. Yeah, there you go. It Scott. is. It is it's a man, man bun. bun. On a cigar. You're right, man. Yeah. 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 Where you just grab that thing, just pop it off and pinch it off, and then you're ready to go. You know, it's almost like a punch, if you will. Um, that does that. Yeah. And very convenient. It's one of the reasons or one of the things I like about Christoph's one of my favorite cigars. And it's one of the things I like about them is yeah. because most of their cigars contain a pigtail. Yeah. And while I normally cut it off because I just prefer a V cut, it's always nice to, ha I usually have a Christoph with me in case I forget my cutter or something. Christoph's, they did great. And I think Glenn Case, who's the owner of Christoph, uh, Glenn Case wanted, I think he wanted everybody to be in a situation where they could smoke at any time with a light. Right. You know, they could take this thing out of the pack, they could pop the end off of it and roll. And he was all about that. He's all about no excuse not to smoke, you know, and you ain't going to bite the tip. Just go ahead and pull it off and then, you know, roll with it. You know, we'll talk about it more because we've got a Kristoff in this upcoming pack, too. Oh, I just think they look very rustic and the big pigtail and the way they're packaged in that. That's that traditional yeah. Yeah. cigar yeah. smoke smoking. Yes, to me. It's, yeah. It feels like I'm in the 1800s and I agree. You know, sort of I, I'm in Deadwood. Uh, yeah. we caught the, Talking we to caught, Swearington. Yeah. Yeah. Almost a speakeasy type cigar, you know? Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's an advantage to being able to not have to cut the cigar and just have a lighter. Um, now, I will have a, cr a critique of the pigtail that there's a lot of times when I'm, and you can't see this, but you take it and you have to twist it, obviously, towards the tension until it pops off. But you get, I'm not going to say it's lower quality because I think it's not necessarily upper or lower quality cigars. It rips off more of the cap area because of the way it's designed. And it just makes me think, what if you could just reinforce that area? I don't know, like kind of like a cap, but just kind of like a nice, a nice tie. 
just one thing around there that keeps it from ripping off like that abruptly in a bad way. Because I've had that happen, yeah. and it's really annoying. I literally have to get a cutter out and just cut it right off. Right, right. Yeah, I think that has to do with something to to the uh, to the thick because Kristoff has a good thick cap on it anyway. You know, right. In in order to rip it off, uh, ripping it off or pinching it off, you almost get those veins with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, gosh, I'm mighty. And what happens is, if a vein hangs. Or if it sticks on the side of the cap right there and you're peeling it, gosh, you know, now you got half the dang cap that's coming off. And you're like, crap, dang it, didn't want that. Well, to accent that even more, I've tried another way. I carry this little blade with me at all times, which most people do. I'll just say it. And if you don't, you should. Um, You take your knife and you kind of put it right under the cap and you just kind of rotate real quick and just kind of pop it off. Now, I found that I like that method, but at the same time, the inherent problem with it is, is the hole that you form is drastically smaller because you're hitting it right at the root. Whereas with a normal pigtail, you spin it and it pops off a certain amount. So Mm. I've gotten way too technical with this, Gary, with pigtails and that Mm. I've figured out the pressure to push into it a little bit, kind of put your fingernails in it and get it. And then you kind of support it. And it's, it's a, it's a whole process with your hand. It made me think of, uh, pipe tobacco packing and stuff like it's very detailed to get that pigtail off properly without ripping anything with the perfect size hole, everything. Right. Right. Yeah. I have to agree with you on that. Yeah. There's oftentimes I'll take my pocket knife out and like you say, just, you know, just, just go around the, the, the edge of the cap right there and then just let the, just peel the cap off of that, you know, just ease it around there. Don't, you know, you don't slice it like you would have, you know, a loaf of bread or anything. Yeah. But you would just, you know, like you say, just edge it around the, ease it around the edge of it right there and then pop that cap off. And then after that, you're ready to roll. Well, yeah. what I recommend for people, especially since we're talking about cigar tips and everything is we have a link to it on smokingunderground.com and it's, I, I call it the cigar pen. It's not called that, but it's, it's a very nice tool that's got two different size punches on it. It's got a spear. And it's got a fork all built in one. And it, you know, it's the size of a pen, a little bit thicker than a pen. And I always keep it in my pocket. I have it with me at all times. Everybody knows if you need something like that, come up to Devin because he's got one on him. And that's what I would recommend even before having like a Zycar V cutter or, you know, another one of the small keychain punches or any other kind of cutter, this pen is perfect. I love this yeah. thing. I keep it with me all the time. It's yeah. literally in my pocket for any pair of pants. I always have it in there. Yeah. I've gotten yeah. so many questions or people asking for those in the last couple of weeks. Really? And I just keep wow. sending them to our website because yeah. for some reason the store doesn't stock them. Yeah. I highly recommend it. They're about, the average one's about 20 bucks. Now, you can get simpler ones that are just a spear and one punch on them with no mm. fork. You can find some that look like bamboo shoots. You can find some that are even more elaborate. There's even one out there with a, uh, a pin clip on the side of it. You can go super expensive, but the average one I'm seeing is about 20 bucks. Uh, you may catch it on sale for 15 but about 20 is what you're looking at. That's a good price on that, too. It, it really is, is for what it does. Quality? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good price on that. And because of that, it's the wide mouth punch. I have fallen in love with it over a guillotine cut on any cigar because 
to me, it's like a guillotine cut, but I get to keep the cap yeah. a little bit more intact. Would you say that's about a 10 millimeter punch on that? Or is that a nine? Yeah, 10's about right. I mean, it's about a, right. It's so a, it's a big old, oh, yeah, that's a 10. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's 10 definitely a 10. That's a big boy. And then they probably they probably got a six millimeter on the other side of the tool. And oh, that's neat. I just I just go with it. And now what I do is I stick the whole because you unwind it, and then you yeah I put the whole thing in. I don't just hit the cap. I go straight into the actual tobacco to kind of get a little bit more breathing room inside of there. Yeah, brother. And then yeah. you don't just pull it out. You kind of slightly pull, and then you twist it at about a thirty degree angle. You and then it pops the cap out with it, and you're done. And You'll get good at it. I mean, it's it's just a little bit of practice, and literally it'll only take you about two or three times, and you've got it. Oh, I can't remember his name. Anyway, from Zycar, he and I sat down. He come by the uh, – he was the he was the original owner of Zycar uh, Accessories. And he and I, we went back in the back of the lounge back there, and we were talking. I told him, I said, man, you need to make a, a particular uh, punch with a tiger cut on it. And, uh, and I feel that, that that right there would grip just a little bit more of that cap right there and actually keep it intact uh, because if you're not careful with that punch, unlike yours, which is sharp, if you get a dull dull punch, what that thing's going to do is it's going to pop that cap. And, and next thing right. you know, you got a, you know, you got a uh, Liberty Bell crack, you know, so. Now, what's a tiger? What's what's that? Uh, t- uh, t- uh, tiger's just where it's uh, serrated. It's got a little serrated edge on it. Is that like the shirkin? Uh, yeah. Well, it's not necessarily shirkin, but if you will, I hadn't got my pocket knife on me. But uh, you you ever seen a pocket knife with a with a serrated? Well, like a like a steak knife. Okay. Steak knife's got serrated edges on it, you know, and that's 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 what I was talking about. And, uh, the tiger, the tiger tooth is, is like, it's, it's, it's jagged, but it's not, uh, uniform. It's got a little jag to it. And then it's, then it may have a little, a uh, little spike in between that. And it's jagged and a little spike and jagged. What's the advantage of that? Uh, to me, it's, it's grabbing the tobacco. And when you start cutting into it, it literally grabs that tobacco and does not, you know, and does not let it split. It literally cuts the tobacco cleanly instead of the tobacco being because just uh, and this 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 is just a pet peeve of mine. And I and I'm sorry, I don't want to offend anybody, <laughs> but there are so many people out there that will lick the end of their cigar. Oh, then they goodness. will take their yes, then they'll take their punch and then they'll take their punch and then they'll go into the end of it. And, and it softens the tobacco up to where the punch can literally get, you know, the punch can get in there. Even if it's dull, it can literally, you know, puncture that end right there to where you can pull it back out. Right. Drives me nuts. Drives yeah. me batty. But, you know, that's just, that's uh, pet peeves all it is there. You've heard us do PSAs constantly, and I'm going to do another one right now. Don't lick something and then use somebody else's cutter. And I'll be honest with you. Unless you know the person, like Gary or my buddy Josh or something like that, don't use random people's cutters because you don't know what they're doing with that. God, no. Lord. You just go get one. Go find one. The shop ones are usually clean. If they're not, just take some hand sanitizer. All the shops got hand sanitizer now. Squirt it on there. Clean it off a little bit. Dry it off. Let it sit. Boom. Cut it. Done. Don't don't take the chance. I'm not saying like 
you know, fear getting sick, but just people are disgusting. God, that can't be. Yeah. And John knows which one I'm thinking of right now about that right there. I think he does at least, you know, he hasn't, well, he just comes in and buys a bundle now and, uh, leaves. Oh, so. that's it. does he? Okay. Boy, he used to deep throat that thing, wet that thing all the way from tip to, and then put that thing down the cutter and cut that thing. And God, he almost had put it in his mouth and closed his mouth and just make sure the whole thing was soaked. Yeah, that's true. It's actually a talent. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Some yeah. people pay a lot of money for that in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an OnlyFans page. <laughs> now there's an OnlyFans page. There it is. Your cigars and <laughs> deepthroatcigars.com. Oh, roll of quarters. I ain't got nothing on that, brother. Oh, good oh, lord. No. Oh, well, good lord. hey, you know what? Oh, you know what time it is? Well, I was going to jump back when you guys were on your serrated cutters. I don't know if we have them, but we've got a whole new selection of Lotus. Oh, those are nice, too. Uh, Lotus does the Jaws cutter, which is a serrated cutter, and it's a hell of a cutter to use. I bet. bet If we don't have them in the shop, they will be on the website available um, by the time smokingunderground.com by the time this episode airs. Right. Nice. Nice. Cool. Good. Good deal, dude. Nice. Yeah, I love a serrated cutter. I love a serrated cutter, man. If you like what you're listening to right now, uh, remember to uh, like, share, subscribe. And the biggest thing you can do is share it. Share it around. Tell somebody you know. You're sitting at the cigar shop. You're taking a nice drink and you got a good cigar and you're like, you know, I really enjoy... I mean, even if you don't really enjoy, you just partially enjoy our show. Hmm. Let somebody yeah. know. They may really enjoy it. Right, right. And right, right. Hit that button. Send it out. Yeah. And uh, and of course, uh, I think the only is it the only other the only other uh uh tip where I think we're 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 missing here, I guess, is just the regular tip, right? Yeah, the round and flat, the pretty standard stuff, round and flat. Yeah. 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 Uh, known as the Parejo. Parejo tip or the yeah. Parejo cigar, the straight, the regular. Talk about flatheads. We didn't. I mean, there's a whole bunch of other tips oh, that we perfect. just want to go over. Perfect. The if you want to dive deep, perfect. join us in a year. We'll be getting deeper into stuff. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that Man, is definitely what deep. she said. Let's go deeper. Go. I'm all of a sudden I'm thinking uh, <laughs> uh, MC Hammer. Oh Lord, nice. And uh, this this episode, by the way, is uh, sponsored by Smoking Underground Gear, which you can find at um, our website. You can find the links to all that, where we got shirts and cups and even socks, which I thought was kind of weird. But and we do have a we do have a barbecue apron, so while you're out there grilling, you can be pimping your smoking underground wear. I will be. Getting, I will be getting one of those. I know, right? I got to say, our logo compared to our last one, which John, you did a decent job, but our new one's better. Like way better, uh, to the point where you, you kind of want to rip that one a little bit. It's it's a nice logo, I would say. How about that, yeah, we'll be having more stuff coming out with that on it, available through the website. We're just Certainly. we're just working with a partner right now to get that stuff out, and uh, this is just a fill in right now. Sweet. Hey, what do you think? What do you think of that cigar there, Dave? Man, I'm telling you, I, I would I would purchase a whole box of these things just to have them as daily smokes. I would too. I yeah. would too, brother. It goes with this Chattanooga whiskey beautifully. Does it really good? Yeah, good. 
that's good to hear. I just found you have to take it a little bit easy. I smoked mine a little bit too fast, and Ooh. boy, I felt it. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. That's that's another PSA is is especially for me because I'm a fast smoker. Don't hot box your cigar. Don't get to the point where it's over hot and everything you're pulling out of it's hot. You got to slow down to really take in the flavors because these guys um, spent decades, hundreds of years, you know, the, the tobacco industry and cigars perfecting it, getting it right. Uh, we're going to have a whole episode like from, from, you know, seed to shop, you know, stuff like that from the ground all the way to your hand. And they, have tailored these things they fermented the tobacco they've done all this stuff to make it perfect and if you hot box the thing you overheat it you overburn it you're going to get just nicotine not the flavor that's inherently built into the tobacco leaf correct correct yeah and yeah and and that's the bad part about it because man you do not want to burn your oils inside your cigar you do not want to do that right when you do that of course everything starts turning better um, and, uh, not only that, you have what they call tunneling yep. and tunneling is, uh, tunneling is a pain because you're wondering your cigar might have, you might have a Toro, which is about six, six and a half inches, whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden you're, you've gotten about two inches, maybe an inch and a half down, but you can't, you almost can't hold it right. because it's so hot. Yeah, it's because that stupid thing has gone all the way down on the inside there. And where you normally have like a, um, almost like a double diamond type burn on the cigar itself, where it's pointed up top, well, inside it's doing the same thing. But now it's way deeper now, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that, man, that gets old after one time. And purging that's almost a, uh, you almost you almost can't get the flavor back after you do that. Well, you're supposed to do a purge about halfway through, and I recommend well, I you always do it. You most people, you don't normally have cedar with you sometimes, but I would oh. recommend you always do a purge with cedar. And then, like the tool I was talking about, it's got a fork on the end. I'll be honest with you, I've gotten to the point now where if you're going to put a fork on it to smoke it down as low as you can, you shouldn't be doing that. I'll be completely honest with you. When you get down to that point, you need to stop because the cigar's done. <laughs> there is a point if you're smoking it down and you're just got just a little bit you're hanging on to, you're not getting anything out of it. It's done. Yeah, I'm don't, a, don't yeah. ruin the flavor you've enjoyed the entire time with these, just a oh, little God. bit of puffs. Yeah. I've, I burnt my uh, cigar. Uh, I burnt my mustache many a times on Hemingway, man. Many yeah. A times yeah. On Hemingway. Trying to get that last little bit out of it. Right there. Last little bit. I tell you yep. what. Yep. Right. Get around hell. All right. And then uh, make sure you guys visit uh, Vitola Fine Cigars. You can order your cigars and everything that, uh, you know, that we provide. And uh, you can purchase this Tatawahe on there as well. And, you know, they do free shipping over $50. If hold their feet to it. If they don't hold their that. feet to it. Okay. Right on. Well, other than that, this has been a wonderful episode. I don't think we have anything left else to, to talk about. Uh, maybe a little bit of summary of the cigar for today, but uh, that's about it. Right, John? Yeah, that's that's all we got going. I mean, all right. Try, trying to keep them a nice, simple, short episodes anymore. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening out there in broadcast world, so to Indeed. speak. Thank yes. you, uh, Gary. Those of them I, out there in Podlandia. In Podlandia. Podlandia. <laughs> uh, that's a good one there, John. <laughs> makes me think of my favorite show, Portlandia. <laughs> oh, about that. Uh, your favorite yeah. wine? 
Can't say I've had oh, there the one. You go. <laughs> yeah. Special thanks to our audience out there. Like we said, remember to share it around there. Uh, Gary, the Gare Bear. Yeah. Thank you for your insight, your noble wisdom. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. And and John, your tireless efforts to make us sound better than we are and cut out some of the nonsense in the shadow. John, sections. I've got I've got I, I, I have I have like two I have two other producers, but you are the best podcast producer in the world. You are the best dude. Tell a friend. That's right. <laughs> Tell a friend. Tell a friend. I've got a wow. couple spots in my schedule open to produce a few more shows. So there you I go. Have a, I have a maximum number of shows I can produce at once. Load him up. That's right. Heck yeah. I want to do a selfless plug for the things I do, but I don't, that may not be inappropriate. So uh, I wish you, <laughs> well, you already plugged your OnlyFans page. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, you guys think he's joking. I heard that. Get them, Dev. Get them. Get them. Get them. We'll see. We'll hear you guys and see you guys. Well, we won't see any of you because we it's podcast land. So anyway, we'll talk to you guys. Podlandia. I'm sorry. Podville. Pod Vegas. Thank you for listening to uh, Smoking Underground. We'll see you guys later. And remember, don't kill anybody. And if you do, don't tell us about it. Right on, brother. Amen there. This show was a part of the No Driving Gloves Network, produced and edited by John Viviani of Magic City Podcast, with voice work by Gary Conger. So until the next exit. That was a weird exit. I just thought I'd do it. I do that on my uh, my Twitch stream. <laughs> <laughs>